Retail Discovery Engine, since it's likely most shoppers will buy the products they see in person online anyways. Retail should now be viewed as a service, says Norby. Companies tell us what demographics and customers they want to reach, and we figure out the best way for them to reach those shoppers, all for a monthly fee for the store and software access. Amazon can't yet put products in most people's hands though it's beginning to roll out brick-and-mortar bookstores and may expand its physical presence with the recently announced Whole Foods deal, and that's the competitive advantage Norby feels he's created with his new store. Since debuting in December 2015 in Palo Alto, California, Beta has worked with 400 companies and launched more than 100 products into physical retail for the first time. Store data suggests the store trumps traditional retail when it comes to connecting consumers with new products. On average, customers interact with 36 items per visit and spend an average of 20 seconds of dwell time per product, up from the industry average of 7. Beta doesn't have publicly available data tying store display to sales. Similarly, the colony in New York City is thinking about the store experience pretty differently. Instead of competing with massive big brand flagships found all over Manhattan, it wants to create a destination in the Soho neighborhood that's as much about storytelling as it is about sales. We want to build a more all-encompassing experience and create value for the customer, who isn't just shopping, but having a great time, says Bill Hajar, a Colony co-founder and tech entrepreneur. What we're trying to figure out is how we can allow similar brands to come into an urban space and be successful. Set to open this fall, the Colony aims to be a curated shopping experience. A riff off Soho's history as an artist's colony, the 8,000-square-foot space will showcase 15 brands, with half the area split between retail display and half entertainment in the form of coffee shops, bars, and performance spaces. On-site tailors will help repair clothing and educate consumers on quality and craftsmanship. It's really about slow fashion, says Anshul Mathur, a co-founder of the colony. It's about promoting high-quality clothes and really showcasing how they're made. You come in and leave with a story. The colony's point of difference, according to company strategists, is that it will also function as an incubator. Brands and designers will be recruited for six-month residencies and will benefit from the company's online sales system, e-commerce presence, and trained sales staff, as well as consultation and mentorship from the company's own fashion director. The hope is that this model gives smaller, up-and-coming brands a turnkey entry into retail and an easy way to participate in the expensive New York market, where rent for retail space jumped 22% in 2016 alone. Companies shouldn't fail just because the rent was too high, says Mathur. That's a shame. Colony's first class will be focused on women's fashion, but Hajar hopes to expand into other categories and to other locations in New York, as well as Los Angeles and overseas. But his small businesses don't just face problems in increasingly expensive retail corridors in Manhattan. Small business formation has hit record lows across the country, leaving many cities and towns scrambling to support retail and revitalize main streets and commercial centers. Pop-Up Hood has taken the pop-up retail model one step further, by working with local officials in the Bay Area to arrange brick-and-mortar residency programs for new businesses. Philly's organization, which started in Oakland in 2011, just launched a program with the nearby city of Hayward. Small businesses will receive free or reduced rent to take over underutilized commercial spaces in the sparsely filled downtown, a test run to see if the new tenant is a good fit. Retail shows the vibrancy of a city, says Philly. Hayward is a great place to start a business, but if you went to the historic downtown, you wouldn't know that. The Hayward program has just begun screening applicants, but Philly's program already has a track record of success in other cities.
In Oakland, businesses such as Gift Store, Marion & Rose use the program to achieve liftoff. A yarn-to-table sewing store has found a niche promoting products made with locally sourced dyes. There's a new consciousness around consumerism, says Philly. People want to understand how and when and where things were made. People want to connect with those skills. What unites these three concepts is their focus on the human factor. While many big retailers are cutting staff, smaller-scale startups believe that in the race to out-Amazon the online giant, focusing only on digital forfeits their competitive advantage. The retailer response to these economic shifts is to lay off their employees, says Norby. That's a ridiculous notion. People come to stores to have a human interaction.